Blog Talk Radio. Um, 
you know, so on the health standpoint, it, it's sad. Um, and we, we certainly pray for him and wish him well. It, it, it broke my heart. It, it just broke my heart to see such a good person have a, a freak injury like that. Um, and that's football. It's a violent sport. And that's why these guys make the money that they make because you're a one play away from, you know, game ending, season ending, career ending. And we even had situations where people, um, you know, had you know, changed their life. You know, Daryl Stingley comes to mind, you know, paralyzed and all of that from one hit. So um, it, it is a brutal game. And even with all of the rule changes to try to protect quarterbacks, it's still a brutal game. And, you know, and, and again, that's one of the reasons, I mean, pro sports make a lot of money anyway, but that's why these guys are, you know, extremely high paid for, you know, relatively short careers. You know, they don't have most of them. Most of them do not have the lengthy careers that been in uh, baseball or uh, basketball because football is such a violent sport. But I want to get to some of the other stuff. My first thing, I really have to say this, and I want to remind everybody that I live in Bristol, Connecticut. I have lived in Bristol, Connecticut the better part of my life. I was a young man when ESPN was when ESPN started. I was I was a I was actually a, a kid, but not a little boy. I was uh, I don't know twelve. So I, I I might have a little more insight on ESPN than the average bear, simply having lived in the town and just heard things and experienced things and met people and had conversations that you know if you watched ESPN from even New York or even you know, anywhere else around the world, you, you, you can't get that insight. You can get from right in the same town where you can run into, you know, people that live here. You know, a lot of the announcers live right here in Connecticut, some right here in Bristol. We have a lot of people that are uh, friends of mine that work there. So you, you get the sense of things. And I got to tell you, I've never, ever been a fan of Ed Werder because I've always felt like, while I understand when you do reporting that you have to protect your sources or they will not stay your sources, but I truly believe in my heart that some of the things he used to report were manufactured and he could hide by sources and make things up because they were just out there and they, they never turned out to even be remotely true. There's a very interesting video, if you search for it, where there's a guy, <clears throat> Edward is doing a story, it's years old, but and the guy is really giving Ed Water and the team a hard time. And he's standing on public property, so there's nothing they could do to him. But, he, but the guy is sitting up there saying, you know, why are you lying, Ed? Who's these sources? Why do you make stories up? And, the, you know, the crew comes over like, look, can you leave us alone? We're trying to do a shot. And he's like, no, I'm not going to leave you alone. I'm sick of this, you know. Um, it's a very interesting video. And probably the guy is, you know, borderline harassing. But as a fan, you get kind of tired of you hear things. And then when you listen to the actual Dallas Cowboy inside reporters, and they don't say Edward by name, but they'll refer to some of the things he said over the years. It's just ridiculous. And where did that come from? And, you know, these guys don't know what they're talking about. You know, a reliable source said blah, 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 blah. And then it turns out to be like, but not true, but it's done just for the hype, maybe. Right? I don't have any proof of this. It's just my opinion. That said, 
what he did yesterday, and he may not be the only one, his initial comment went right to Dak's contract status and the fact that, you know, he doesn't have a guaranteed contract and that whole issue that I will get into momentarily. I'm talking about Dak ain't in the hospital yet, okay? He ain't in the hospital yet. It may be an hour within the hour of his injury, and he's, and he's saying that. And then me and many other people criticized him. And then he put in a comment saying that, you know, not really that he was sorry, but just saying, look, that's the business of football, and, and it was relevant, and I needed to comment on it. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. You just wanted to rush to be first on a topic that's not going to go away for at least till free agency. It's not going to go away. What next for Dak isn't going anywhere for six months until free agency next year? And, again, I'll give you my thoughts on that momentarily. So why the rush to have to say what most football fans already know, what anyone who pays any attention to football already knows, but you've got to be the first to go out there. We know. We watch football, many of us. We know that Dak signed a one-year franchise deal for 31 million, I think it's $31.7 million. We know this. We know he doesn't have a long-term deal, and now he has a major injury. And that's why you want. Most of us already know this. But no, he had to point that out. And I just think it was insensitive, inhuman, and unnecessary. And literally, they're talking about, I'm going to pause my TV because Monday Night Countdown is <clears throat> they're leading off with the back injury. And um, I guess for football, it is the biggest news. Oh, let me just say this real quick. Congratulations, LeBron James. You you are not the GOAT, but I, I would listen now more for an argument on why you are um, four championships, uh, four MVP, finals MVPs with three different teams. It's certainly a strong resume. And to play at this level at 17 years in the league and 35 years old and be playing the way you're playing now, clearly still the best player in the league, uh, the argument is there, and I get it, and I still go with MJ, but I'm less and less being able to argue with people that say LeBron and come back next year and do it again. (laughs) You know, it's going to be hard to to not say this man's the best ever. Um, So congratulations, LeBron James. Back to football. So that's my comment on Edward and anybody else that had to rush to the contract status. The guy isn't even in the hospital yet. They took him to the hospital, emergency surgery, uh, according to, um, well, I don't know if they call it emergency surgery, but I don't know if you if you have an injury and they take you straight to the hospital and they have surgery on you immediately. I think that's emergency surgery. Everything went well, and they're saying four to six month timeline. Compound fracture means the bone actually came through the skin, so there's always that worry of infection, and you know they 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 you know there's a, there's a lot of stuff that went on with that. We've seen that with Joe Theismann. We've seen that with Alex Smith, and there's been others. So, um, And by the way, on the day that that goes down with a major injury, Alex Smith, after two years, returns. If you haven't seen his story, I think it's ESPN Plus, but don't quote me. They document his journey back to the league. And, man, what this guy had to do and how many times he almost lost that leg, and to see him back, no matter how level, whatever level of his performance, I mean, if he never plays again, that man should get comeback player of the year because he stepped on the field this year. Got to see that video to truly 
understand the depth of his return. So congratulations to Alex Smith. And like I said, if he never plays another down, he should still get comeback player of the year because he worked his butt off to get back on that field and play. Will he ever be, you know, he was a great quarterback. Unfortunately, he just kept getting into situations where somebody was a little bit better. Um, Losing his job. So, but will he ever be a starter again or play significant time? I don't know. We'll, the time will tell. But congratulations on getting getting back to the game. But that's the same day that Dak has this injury. And you, and you know what was ironic was it had, was I mean against the Giants with Jason Garrett. And if you didn't shed tears to see Jason Garrett go out on the field, the man that drafted him, the man that was his head coach his entire career, four-year career, to go out and check on him. You know, and then it gets better. Who's calling the game? Tony Romo, the man that you replaced, who had a season. Well, it wasn't a season injury, but it wasn't, you know, an injury that kept him out for a third to a half of the season. And you replaced him, and he's there in the stadium calling the game, and it's in Dallas? This ain't a road game where you're in New York. This was a game in Dallas. With Tony Romo upstairs in the booth, Jason Garrett, who's who's been you know a part of the Cowboys franchise for over twenty years, and dare I predict will be back with the franchise at some point in some capacity, um, is there and comes out and checks on you and like like wow. And on a side note, um, I don't know if they did or didn't. I'm going to Google it and see. But if they didn't give Jason Garrett some kind of welcome back on a Videotron, you know, welcome back uh, Coach Garrett or Jason Garrett or whatever, uh, his first time back to Dallas. I get he's, he's with the competition now, but he also had some time with New York, so that's okay. Um, I, I, shame on, on the Cowboys organization and Jerry Jones. I saw the hugs and, you know, Kellen Moore and Dak and Jerry and Steven, and I'm sure there were many players, uh, Zeke, um, and, and I also saw him after they showed videos and talking to some of the players. I'm sure, I'm going to choke up now, but I'm sure that it had to be comforting for guys like Zeke and some of the stars who've only known Mike McCarthy for several months, but the guy that drafted them that was their leader for years is there. I'm sure it had to feel good. You know, I'm sure. You know, it's like you live at home and you move away and you go out into the world and things happen and you get that phone call on that Sunday night and it's mom. Like nothing feels better than that, right? You know, Jason Garrett was dad. Jason Garrett was, you know, maybe he wasn't the, the disciplinarian that some people wanted, but he's a good, he's, a, he's another guy that's just a good human being, a good soul. There's video of him after their last football game out in the stadium throwing passes with his family and hugging his family because he knew it was over. He hoped it wasn't, but he knew it was over. The man is a Dallas Cowboy. That's it. He's a Dallas Cowboy. I don't care how many years he coaches in New York. I don't care if he becomes there. He's a Dallas Cowboy. And it was good to see him back in Dallas. And it was good to the, the fact that he was able to go and give Dak support during this injury. I bet that felt better than Mike McCarthy being right there. Have, just look up and you know, your freaking ankles, your legs falling off your ankle, your ankles falling off your leg. And Jason Garrett, the guy that was your head coach for four years, that drafted you, that believed in you, you know, when Jerry Jones wanted to put Tony Romo back and Jason Garrett said, no, Dak has us on a roll. I want to ride this train. 
that's your guy, and he's standing there. I, I know that had to uh, feel great. And it might even have made it hurt more. You know, you might, you know, knowing Dak, he probably feels like he let everybody down. That's probably where a lot of that pain came from because that's the kind of man he is. You know, I could be Dak's father age-wise. I'd be proud to have a son like him. Don't get me wrong. I got two lovely daughters. I love my daughters. I don't have sons. But he's the kind of son I would love to have just based on everything I know about him. And I'm sure a lot of those tears was I am getting carted off and I can't be here to finish what we started. I can't, I'm not going to be able to play the game that I love with my team that I've worked so hard for. I'm letting them down. I will bet you when we hear from him, there's going to be something in that statement about him being sorry, you know, that he's letting his team down, but he'll be back. And I guarantee you there'll be something in there. And we love you. You're a great leader. Yeah, I was skeptical on you your first year. You couldn't throw the ball deep. And we had Tony sitting on the sideline. And Tony came the last season and last series, uh, you know, last game he played a series. Um, and he took him right down the field and scored a touchdown. And that was how he ended his career. And I'm sitting there like, man, can you imagine what might have been Tony's experience being healthy with this super team? Man, and I'll always wonder what could have been. But you know what? It's water under the bridge. Dak, you took over. You've been an excellent, excellent leader. Haven't missed a start. What, you missed two snaps because they thought you might have had a concussion? You missed one practice because, I don't know, whatever, one practice. Like, you know, you, you, you stand there. You take the heat. You don't avoid it. You know, like, you know, I don't, I don't want to say, I mean, I, I, there are more talented quarterbacks, but I don't know that there's any better leaders out there than Dak Prescott. Mahomes is a better quarterback. Russell Wilson's a better quarterback. You know, um, Lamar Jackson, eh, maybe. I think that one's a little closer. Um, Sean Watson, no, I don't think so. Um, But maybe those other three guys are. But maybe. And, you know, there's Aaron Rodgers and stuff. But to me, Dak is is a top ten quarterback and was playing – top five level before this happened and just continue to improve and improve. And I firmly believe that he's going to have a full recovery and he's going to be back playing next year at a high level. And he will, he will continue his ascension to the top of the NFL. Now the question is, what team is he going to be playing for? The question is, how do people feel about Dak, Jerry, the Cowboys and his lack of a long-term deal? So here are my thoughts, and I reserve the right to change my mind. But here's my thoughts today. I think the Cowboys are getting a bad rap because this is a business. And emotion, when, when you take the emotion out of it, the Cowboys did what they thought. So they thought was right. $31 million this year. So that's what he's making. He comes back and they choose to franchise him again. He gets $38 million. So the man is poised to make almost almost $80 million in two years. When you say security, I don't know, $80 million is an awful lot of security versus a five-year deal for $100 million guaranteed and maybe 130 or $40 million. You know, you look at the numbers, five years, um, $35 million. Okay, maybe, maybe bigger numbers than that. $120 million guaranteed, $180 million total, like those types of numbers. But $80 million over two years is – and then you still have the ability after those two years to 
to get that long-term deal or to go somewhere else. It wasn't the worst thing in the world. And now, you know, he's injured and now all the questions happened. Okay, so look, he could come back and Dallas could say we're done. Business now, right? Not emotional. Business. Dallas could say, you know, maybe Andy Dalton takes us and wins the Super Bowl. And Dallas could say, you know, don't, don't, don't hold your breath on that, by the way. Um, you know, maybe, maybe there's a quarterback they're eyeing in a draft and they just want to start over. There were reasons they didn't give him a long deal. I understand he wanted four years. The Cowboys wanted five. He wanted the shorter deal so that he can get back to the table and renegotiate. Cowboys wanted five. He wanted four. Okay. Um, is he regretting not taking that deal now? I don't know. You'll have to ask him that. I, I don't know. So he could come back and the Cowboys could walk away. He could come back and the Cowboys who have their rights, that his rights could say, um, you're coming off a major injury. If we wanted you to prove yourself 100% healthy, you don't think we still don't want you to prove yourself to us now off this injury? And they could say we're going to franchise him one more year and pay him the $38 million. Or Jerry Jones could say, I've seen enough. Um, you pass your physical and you're, 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 you're ready to play. We're going to sign you to that long-term deal. We're going to sign you to whatever, whatever the deal it takes. We're going to go ahead and do this. Those are the three things that could happen. <clears throat> I can understand the emotion around giving Dak his money. And in my heart, I hope they do. I think he's earned it. I think he already earned it. I wish they had signed him in the offseason. I think he's shown what he's capable of. So my wish would be that they pay him and they take care of him and give him what he's earned because he's already earned it. What I saw through four and a half games, I'm sold. He's the man. Pay him. The way this league is and the ascension of the black quarterback and his ability to be a dual threat and the way he's improved his passing over the years, the way he's a leader on and off the field, face of the franchise, one of the faces of the NFL, and one of the higher winning percentages because it is about winning. I think Russell Wilson and maybe Tom Brady have more wins since he walked through these doors as a starter. That's it. I don't see the downside here, even with the injury. I mean, obviously, he's got to get, you know, he's got a physical, and, you know, you got to know that that ankle's good to go. But I'd give him his money. That's what I would do. If the Cowboys decided to franchise him one more year, I myself wouldn't be mad about it. And I know the, the, the wrath of the NFL football world will come down on Jerry Jones, especially under these circumstances. I just don't see it as such a horrible thing that the man's going to make almost $80 million over two years. And, yes, I'm going to go there. He is, the, he is the lead. He is the face of the Cowboys franchise. Do you think you get all those endorsements if you're the lead of any other franchise? No, you don't. Um, Aaron Rodgers gets a lot. Look at Aaron Rodgers. Patrick Mahomes gets a lot. Patrick Mahomes, we're talking arguably the two best quarterbacks in the league. Saquon Barkley starting to get a few. He is in New York. Media market, like number one media market for the NFL. That's it. Those are kind of the, the, the and back. Those are kind of the four faces you see the most. I don't see Tom Brady. I've never seen Tom Brady getting a lot of commercials. Ever. He's a face of the NFL for 20 years. I don't see him getting a lot of commercials because he's up here with me in New England. Not a huge media market. 
You know, he's not going to get those 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 opportunities. Baskets them, and it counts. It matters. Go play for Cleveland. Okay, Baker's got a lot too. Baker's got a lot with one company. Other than that, what do you, what, what Baker's doing? They they love him over at State Farm. That's it. Dak does very well there too, and it matters. Um, so I'm not going to be pissed if they give him one more year to prove himself. I'll be pissed if they give him a year he plays well and they don't sign him and they let him go. Oh, I will be ripping. I will be ripping if they walk away from him at the end of you know free agency. They they don't resign him. I'll be mad. I, these guys don't they don't come in on you know turn up trucks. So. You know, you, you got to either give them the one more year and make it and just say, look, it's an ugly business. You destroyed your ankle. We want to see you play on it for a year. Heck, <clears throat> I don't know. I guess you can't. Once the season starts, you can't really do anything. But you ain't got to wait. If, there's a, if, if the NFL allows for you to sign an extension during the season, do it during the season. Wait two or three games after you franchise him and see what he's done. And then, okay, see what you can do. I don't know what the rules are there. But I'm okay with them saying, hey, it's a business. we got to see how that ankle is. If that ankle's 100%, you're our guy. I'm not going to be okay if he's 100% and the Cowboys walk away. I'm not going to be okay if he plays like he's been playing and they don't sign him after the one-year franchise tag or the second franchise tag, and they don't sign him. They let him go. I will not be okay. And you will hear me on this show uh, really, really dig into the Cowboys. Will I leave? And I can't say that these things are enough for me to not be a fan. You know, you don't, it's a marathon, not a sprint. And you don't sit there and, oh, I don't like they did that. I'm not Skip Bayless. I'm done with this team because I don't agree. Look, Jerry Jones is a billionaire. Jerry Jones puts talent on that field every year, every year. Jerry Jones has three Super Bowls. I don't. It's not my job to sit here and, you know, quit the team because I don't agree with what Jerry Jones did. I don't like that he fired Tom Landry. I don't like that he forced Jimmy Johnson out, although it seemed to be more mutual, but I think Jerry could have kept him if he wanted to. There's a lot of things Jerry's done that I don't like, but this is my organization. This is my team. You know, as Teal would say, you know, (laughs) it's my quarterback, right? Probably play that tomorrow night. Another thing I wanted to mention is um, Andy Dalton. And he don't came in off the off the bench. He's experienced. He's the you know. And and there's another decision they made: bring in an experienced veteran quarterback as your backup. Now now how are they looking? Looking pretty good now, aren't they? He came in and won that game. Made some great passes down the stretch to Gallup. Ooh, I got him on my fantasy team, man. So we have a chance to be competitive with Andy Dalton. I, I don't know what's going to happen. And we're starting to get some players back from injury. Anthony Brown came back. Um, I'm hearing Leighton Vanderish might be back next week. Uh, Randy Gregory is practicing with the team. So, you know, there's a, there's a, Tristan Hill looks like he might be out. I don't really care for the guy anyway. I don't think he's that good. So, I, I don't think losing him is going to be that big of a deal. Sorry. But Randy Gregory was a monster. Um, Everson Griffin seems to be great. He's there, but he can't make the tackle. He, like, penetrates and gets in the backfield, and they just run right around him. I don't know. Um, but I, I see, I start to see some signs that the defense might, as they get healthy, they might be, you know, might be able to play better. So let's see what happens down the stretch. We're in the worst division in football. So, you know, Eagles starting to look a little bit better. Um, 
you know, let's see what happens. Let's see what Dalton's able to do. Now he'll be able to get all the snaps and, you know, first team reps and, um, you know, Mike McCarthy's the quarterback whisperer. So let, let's see what happens. But um, I will say one other thing, and then I'm going to go. Um, and I know it ain't going to happen. Uh, but it would be really nice. It would really send great message in lieu of everything that is going on. If the Cowboys at least, brought Kaepernick in for a tryout to be the backup to Dalton. I know they have a guy. I, mean, I don't even know the guy, but um, practice squad guy they're going to promote. But, man, what it would mean to the NFL. To at least, I don't, you ain't got to sign him if he, if he shows you he's not, if he's not good enough. And don't bring him in just to bring him in because you're interested to see if he could back up um, Dalton. But, man, are you serious about winning? I mean, I, you know, the Earl Thomas thing still confuses me, but okay, there's baggage there. But, you know, wouldn't it be nice to have a, another uh, former starter guy played in a Super Bowl, dual-threat quarterback as the backup? Dare I say, you bring him in and sign him, he might, he might replace Dalton in a few weeks. He might show you some stuff in practice that looks kind of Dak-like. You know, he was kind of Dak before Dak, right? So it ain't going to happen. But, man, I thought of that yesterday after I got done crying and putting my fist up for Dak and praying and wishing him and his family nothing but the best. And I started to get my head back around football, especially after Dallas was able to pull out a win. And I was like, man, who would be a better backup to Dak than Colin Kaepernick? Their games are so similar. But, you know, today's world of racism, it's probably not going to happen. It would just be a nice thought. But let me know what you think. Shoot me a line. Um, at the Madden Voice dot com on Twitter. Feel free. The Madden Voice. Go to Facebook and just search for the Madden Voice page. You know, shoot me a shoot me a, a note. Tell me what you think about anything I said or what your thoughts are on Dak. I will be back tomorrow night. I know there's a football game tomorrow night. Uh, I'm gonna get with the guys. Um I, I'm thinking we still might do a show. Uh, we'll get with the guys and see. But I know there's a football game. Uh, so much to talk about with the COVID stuff. And, um, but tonight was about Dak. It's, it's heartbreaking. But we're going we're gonna to try to, you know, we're going to try to get positive. We're going to rally around Dak's recovery. And uh, we're going to see what these Cowboys can do in a very weak division. What can Andy Dalton do? And who are they going to bring in to back him up? And could Colin Kaepernick be something that they consider? Probably not. But, man, wouldn't that be interesting? And is Earl Thomas still out there of any interest for this team? Could he be someone now that you don't have your franchise quarterback and you need stronger positions? Could, he, could you now say, you know what? Yeah, we need to pull that trigger. Let's stay tuned and see what happens. Thank you guys for uh, spending a little time with me today. Going to get back to Monday Night Countdown and uh, – uh, Chargers at the Saints. I need Drew Brees to have a big night. My fantasy is a mess with all the, the rescheduling. And then Michael Thomas is out. He was supposed to play. And he's in my lineup. And now he's out for team discipline. So he's not playing. And I got nobody to replace him. I think my 4-0 in one of the leagues is in jeopardy. Anyway, enjoy football tonight. Enjoy football tomorrow night. Most of you are podcast listeners. So um, it won't matter when we do a show. But there will be a show done in the next couple of days. Um, prayers to Dak 
Everybody have a good night. There's no feud tonight. There's no feud on the field. There's only prayers to Dak Prescott. That's it. Good night, everybody. Thank you.